grab your popcorn and snacks, find a comfy spot, take a seat or lie down, and let me transport you to a place of fantasy, ghost stories, ancient legends, odd creatures, alien encounters, and other magical topics. You may even decide to join the conversation. From faraway lands to your own backyard, with a small dash of pixie dust, turn out the lights and open your minds. The journey is about to begin. Hey, good evening, everybody. How's everybody doing? Good. I hope you said good. Uh, we've got a great show for you tonight. Um, i got to make a correction, though. In the description of this gentleman, I had him listed as the highest-ranking individual in the Satanic Church of Satan. He is not. Um, that would be a high priestess so or a high priest. So I just want to make that change public. Anyway, my name is Charlotte. I'm going to be your host for the next hour. And hopefully our guest comes in. He's not in the chat. He's not in the green room yet. Uh, but uh, I'm also the owner of the California Haunts Paranormal Investigation Team based out of Sacramento, California. You can find us at www.californiahaunts.org. However, that site is under maintenance. So your best bet is to find us at the radio website, which is californiahauntsradio.com. You can also find us on Facebook. You can find us on TikTok. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on YouTube. So there's all kinds of ways to find us. Um, I'm over on Instagram as well under Ghosty Gal. That's all lowercase. You can find me over there. TikTok or under California Haunts, and that's all lowercase. And you can also find us over at Twitter, which is Cal Haunts, C-A-L Haunts, over on Twitter. Again, I did make an error in my description of this gentleman's title within the church. Uh, so he is not the highest ranking member. However, I'll let him explain the rest to you. Anyway, I'm really excited to have him on. And uh, we've, I'm going to put on a word, of, a word of warning for you guys right now. We have had uh, Church of Satan people on before. And people have gotten their panties in a bunch over it. And you know what? We come over here. It's just like with ghost hunting. When we go out to ghost hunt, we go, we go in with open minds. And so that's what I'm going to ask for you have tonight. For you guys that may not believe in this or whatever, uh, it's an open mind, okay? There is open religion. That's why we live in the United States. Open religion, right? That's, that's, that's what it's all about. So this gentleman is coming on. I'm real excited. I heard him on another show. He's a very good guest. And, okay, looks like he left. Okay, okay. And uh, now he's back. <laughs> it's going to be one of those nights. And uh, he's a very good guest, and I'm excited to have him on. Before we start rolling here, if you're watching from Facebook, and you like what you see, please be sure to hit that like and that follow button. We're always trying to build up our followers. If you're watching from YouTube, same thing. You like what you see, be sure to hit that little ghost that's down on the bottom right-hand corner of the screen and uh, hit that follow button. Now, when the pod once the podcast gets released to this show, if you're listening to it in your car, you're listening at home, having dinner, whatever, the podcast version, and you like what you see, please hit that follow button, especially if you're Watch it if you're listening to the podcast from the RSS feed from, from the RSS website, rss.com. Please hit that follow button. All right. Anyway, again, I want to thank everybody for coming tonight, and we're going to get rolling here in a second. I want to thank all my listeners. Oh my gosh, we got some new numbers in today, and it's incredible. Absolutely incredible. And I can't believe the numbers that are coming in today. And, and it looks like the show is really starting to take. I, and I appreciate it again, you know. It, it, it's from you guys listening and you guys sharing and you guys getting your friends to listen and your family and all that good stuff. We just, just keep that ball rolling for me. Okay. Keep that ball rolling. And again, like, while you're listening to the show, if you do like what, what you hear and you like everything that's going on, 
be sure to call somebody in the room and go, hey, listen to this show. I, I got a cool show for you to listen to. You know, that kind of thing. All right. Anyway, I'm going to, without further ado, I'm going to bring our guest in, Bill M., and he can tell you about himself. And again, I am doing the correction that uh, he is not a, a the highest ranked person in the church. That was my fault. He is he's a little lower ranked than that. He can explain it to you. Okay, here we go. Hello. Can you hear me? Okay. I can hear you fine. Okay, I can hear you fine. Good. You nice yeah. So, uh, so <laughs> had some uh, technical difficulties jumping between a couple computers, but we got it working now. <laughs> Terrific. Sir, tell me about you. Well, my name is Magister Bill M. I'm a magister of the Church of Satan. So just to you know, go on with what you said before, not the highest ranking member. I'm not a pope. I'm more like a bishop, I guess, in that regard. So uh, I identify as a Satanist. I joined the Church of Satan uh, 20, 25 years ago and uh, run a couple of podcasts myself. Uh, started Satan's Plane back in the spring and i have another podcast the devil's mischief which i've been doing for about 20 years oh okay you're busy yeah <laughs> <laughs> so you know there's a lot of confusion about the church of satan and and and, and devil worshipers what is yeah. what, what is the main difference there because there has to be something between the two right yeah, so devil worship is a thing that has been around for centuries, you know, in different kinds of forms. Um, we are not Satan worshipers. We're not devil worshipers. We are Satanists. Mm -hmm. And uh, Satanism is about embracing the life-enriching things which have traditionally been given the devil's name. So things like pride, lust, earthly success, rational self-interest, atheism, humor, nonconformity, science personal passion a passion for living being selective about whom we love we feel that most religions have traditionally condemned these things as being shameful sins but uh, we take them as empowering ideals and also at the same time we recognize the psychological power and fun of symbolism so uh, we rec we you know, we utilize satan for uh as mythology's most fitting mascot for what we're about okay well, you know, I don't know. Is, is it because people want to make it into something else because it has the word Satan in it? Is, is that why it's, it gets such a misnomer? Yeah, I mean, it's a mix of a couple different things. I mean, we purposely chose a name because we think that what we are doing is really adversarial in terms of not just uh, not just against Christianity, but all spiritual religions, really, who, uh, you know, by far and large condemn the things uh, that I listed. Mm-hmm. And um, but throughout the years, there have been uh, there have been devil worshippers, and there have been people who get their ideas not from us, not from our literature, but ironically enough, from Christian scare propaganda, you know, bad horror movies and stuff, and style themselves after that, which is kind of like a caricature of what the you know a parody of mm -hmm. Satanism is. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. there's uh that's not us. Because, I mean, when people think of, of the Church of Satan right away, they're thinking of, of you know, sacrifices and all that. I mean, that's what comes to mind. Yeah. And like you say, the movies, the Tom Cruise movie, you know, uh, you know, uh, Eyes Wide Shut, things like that. I mean, that, that's what people automatically think. 
Yeah. On a side note, I think it's interesting that people bring up Eyes Wide Shut as an example. This is something I talked about recently on my show because there's absolutely no indication in that movie that they are Satanists or devil worshippers. We don't actually know what that whole ritual is about. Mm -hmm. But it's interesting that people still, you know, make that association with that. And it's true. We do have some of the same ritualistic trappings, you know, on, on formal rituals. We do that. But um Things like animal sacrifice, I mean, that's a longstanding stereotype, um, even has, I think, some anti-Semitic origins, um, a lot of things that were, you know, uh, leveled against Jewish people later became, you know, satanic propaganda as well. Um, whatever, you know, churches could do to scare people, their enemies. Sure. Absolutely. Um, well, I think the thing with Eyes Wide Shut, I think it's because what it portrays and right away that's what people think you know that that because well, yeah. like you say that's the propaganda or, or the stuff that, that that we've heard that everybody else has heard on the outside so when they see something like that automatically oh my oh my god it's it's it's, it's, it's satan worshipers yeah i mean people went into you know people see that because they don't know what it's about and uh you know there's always something a bit scary about the unknown mm -hmm. and with that um you know you have the image of satan and other frightful figures that get attached to that um you know like again we don't know what is actually going on in the movie all we know is that the main character dr bill is uh in a place he is not allowed to to be in and shouldn't be and you know gets into trouble for himself absolutely absolutely so how did you get into this religion so I went through a number of different religions in my life. I studied a lot of different things. I'm just fascinated in general by the concept of religion. Mm -hmm. um, and I was I reached a point in my life where I was trying to find something that uh, fit. And I went through a number of different religions. And it seemed like I'd find something that fit for a while. But then after a while, it wasn't really working. Mm -hmm. And I stumbled across the Satanic Bible, which I had skimmed sometime like when I was uh, younger and I didn't really read it critically but then once I read it critically as an adult I found that this was a religion that really reflects you know my philosophical convictions and my worldview and so for me it was more of a case of just identifying and taking up the label that I thought best fit absolutely I think it's like that with a lot of religions I mean people mm -hmm. you know you, you're like I was born Ellen, but I was born Catholic. You know, I'm still Catholic. I'm not, I'm not, I don't Myself go too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I guess I'm technically Catholic because I'm, I'm registered somewhere as being baptized, but you know, there you not go. That, that means anything. I don't go every Sunday. I go on the, you know, I'm one of these holiday Catholics, mm -hmm. but I mean, okay. I think, I think we all go to, we're all drawn to a religion that, 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 that can fill whatever, whatever we're looking for. Yeah. I think that's what Sh it is. Yeah, sure. And you know, uh, as a Satanist and member of the Church of Satan, we don't have a problem with people who find, you know, some kind of religious path through some other means. We're one of the few religions that say this isn't a religion for everybody. And, uh, you know, I would rather people be honest with themselves and try to force themselves into Satanism if it's not a good fit for them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's kind of like Wicca in a way. I mean, Wicca... Some people think Wicca is one one way, but Wicca is all of the earth and stuff. So people don't see you know, what Wicca is because automatically they, they think these things about the witches and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, what is kind of strange about Wicca is, to be honest, I mean, a lot of what Wicca is kind of changes depending on which author you read. Uh, you can go back to Gerald Gardner, who 
kind of formally founded that. And there are some, you know, different offshoots as it is. Um, one kind of gripe I do kind of have about Wicca is that it seems like they kind of want to indulge in the esotericism of, you know, witchcraft and all that. But at the same time, sometimes, not all Wiccans, but a lot of uh, ones I've met try to add in the kind of white light self-righteousness mm -hmm. to it. And I don't know, just my perspective as a Satanist is that it's kind of a contradiction, but obviously it works for some people. Now I have a question. I know this probably sound weird, you know, sound, I don't know if this, how it's going to sound to you, but do you make deals with, with say, I mean, are you guys, are you guys literally making deals with Satan? No, um, we take Satan only as a symbol, as a metaphor okay. for things like, uh, you know, the human carnal desire and some of those other things that I've I've listed. So, like I said, we take it as a metaphor for what we're about. So, we do not believe in a literal Satan. Um, the God of the of Satanism really is the self, because we believe all deities are ultimately the byproduct of the human imagination. We believe all deities are man-made, and so we believe that if you're going to worship a deity, that's kind of worshiping a human by proxy in turn, because you're kind of worshiping the person who came up with the idea. Mm -hmm. So in Satanism, uh, as a Satanist, I say I am my own God, metaphorically, in the sense that I am the one who matters the most to me. I am the one that matters the most at the end of the day. I'm the one who is ultimately in the control of my life. I'm the one I have to answer to at the end of the day and uh, have to take the responsibility for what happens. Okay. I was just thinking when you were saying that about Greek, Greek mythology. I mean, when you look at some of the gods in Greek mythology and you look at stuff like Bacchus, you know, and, the, and these different gods. And you even even Hades, you know, the god of the underworld. I mean, that's just something that you say, like human form, there they are, you know, and, and they're just they're just these gods that people created. Yeah, they are. But you can, uh, you know, we kind of take that as we do take it a step further in Satanism by saying these are archetypes people have created. It's mythology people have created, but you can use that to your benefit, even in a fictitious way, you mm -hmm. know, by um because as humans, I think we're very in tuned with symbolism and ritual. It's just kind of a something that's innate in us. Mm -hmm. And if you know, we believe if you can utilize that in a special ritualistic setting or have it a way to you know, use these kind of figures and a way to drive your emotions, you can get benefits from that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is interesting to me because I, I, I studied, uh, you know, religions in college. You know, I, I, I took those mm -hmm. courses and it's interesting to see you know the differences in religions but there's parallels there's parallels in all the religions too and people think about it and they don't realize it yeah there are and there's certain uh, themes that come up again and again in different religions you know as it is um i run into a lot of uh, atheists i mean i am an atheist in the strictest sense of the term because i do not believe in the existence of a literal deity mm -hmm. Um, but I do see a lot of atheists who say, oh, the world would be a better place if we just got rid of all religions and like, well, like maybe for a day, but you know, I, I think humans would just come up with new religions again. I, I see religion as not so much bad or good, but just like inevitable because of inevitable byproduct. I think of us as, you know, a species of social primates. What do people do? I mean, describe the church, the, the, the church itself and, and, if you can, and, and the types of services you guys have or, or, or the get-togethers you guys have, because I, I don't think people are clear on that. 
Yeah. So to give a quick background, Church of Satan uh, is an organization founded in 1966 by Anton Zandel LeBay. And it's in the international organization that best represents Satanism, the religion, which, you know, again, is summarized um, in the Satanic Bible. Mm -hmm. So I would say the Church of Satan serves two main purposes is an internal and an external one. Externally, the Church of Satan serves as a, a go to source of uh, information on Satanism, you know, for the media, the scholars and others wanting to know. I mean, you knew about me from uh, the interview I gave with Coast to Coast AM. Right. right. So, you know, with you, Coast to Coast, other people, um, they sometimes want to contact the Church of Satan to, you know, see what the straight deal is. Um, scholars, you know, sometimes as well and so on. Um, so that's externally and internally our members our Satanists, we, you know, we found that this is the religion and this is the organization that best represents our own philosophical convictions and members can choose to use their membership to network with fellow Satanists in different ways as they see fit, collaborate, uh, you know, meet up in person where they want to get together for ritual or other projects. Um, there are other people who join the church of Satan who are Satanists who don't really have any desire to contact anybody else. They kind of, see it as okay this is something i want to align myself with and uh, it's sort of a dedication for myself and that's fine too so we're not a congregational religion i mean satanism is not a congregational religion and by that i mean it's not a religion that requires um you know weekly services or things like that um we see ritual as something that's on a ad you know as you need it basis and so that's going to be different for different people different frequencies you know, taking sure. slightly okay. different forms and so on. So are there, um, hall I mean, like, 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 that's why I'm trying, I'm trying to wrap my head around this. Are, are there like certain holidays or there's, you know, certain things that, that you guys celebrate though to get together? Well, yes. I mean the, well, the number one holiday in Satanism is, uh, to go along with what I said earlier, mm -hmm. the date of one's own birth. So your birthday in Satanism is the number one holiday. And I have certainly celebrated my birthday with other Satanists gotten together to celebrate theirs as well. Um, other after that, other holidays, we do make use of Halloween and Walpurgisnacht, which is April 30th. Uh, Walpurgisnacht, besides being the date that uh, the the day that the Church of Satan was founded in 1966, it also has a reputation like Halloween as being, um, you know, the the night of the witches and so on. Um, so again, we're, we're make, we make use of that, the, uh, you know, the, the macabre the esotericism that surrounds these holidays mm -hmm. and make it work for us. Mm -hmm. What do you think is the draw for people to, to join the church? Well, I think it's, you know, people who for the most part, people who have read what we're about and they say, okay, this is something that I agree with. This is something I can certainly see myself affiliating with. Um, you know, I have things that I definitely want to share with other like-minded people and I want to be able to find other like-minded people. One thing it greatly cuts down on, I, I found in my experience being a member of the church of Satan is it cuts down on a lot of the people who call themselves Satanists, but believe in something completely different. Again, people mm -hmm. maybe getting their idea of Satanism from like a Jack chick track something like that you know horror movies and what have you right. um so this it's organization does among many other things serve as a good filtering device for that 
that's my next question is how are you able to filter, you know, those people out from what you guys are doing? Well, I mean, a lot of people who just don't feel committed enough are not going to uh, join in the first place. Uh, we do have a screening for active membership um, where if you want to have a more active role, you, you know, submit a form with lots of questions and we get some idea of what you're about and we try to see, okay, is, you know, does this person get it or are they just crazy, you know? Um, Cause you know, we, we do have to filter out a lot of people like that. Um, a strange phenomenon in particular is that we get an overwhelming number of people from Nigeria contacting us, not strictly Nigeria, but almost always Nigeria um, who think that we're the Illuminati and that we have like millionaire job positions. We're ready to give them and make them rich. Um, I, I did a whole episode on this on my own podcast, Satan's Blind. Um, so it, it's, yeah, it's a, it's a strange phenomenon. I, I guess what happened is there have been longstanding tales about Freemasons being devil worshipers, which is not true. There've been longstanding tales about Freemasons being the Illuminati or that the, you know, the world is being controlled by a bunch of devil worshipers. And somehow that gets all mixed up and mistranslated into any media page, you know, social media page with Satan or devil in the title is a recruiting station for the Illuminati. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a bizarre phenomenon. <laughs> well, you know what? That takes us now. That takes us back to eyes wide shut because when people see that, yeah, that's what they think because all those guys are wealthy and you know all that's going yeah. on. So that might be part of it too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I certainly know some wealthy Satanists, and I know some Satanists who are happy being the stereotypical starving artist, you know, right. as it were. Um, one thing that I think is the worst, uh, one of the worst things about this, with like you know the Q went on rumors and all these other conspiracy theories is that um i'm willing to acknowledge that yeah there's you know there's corruption out there there's some things that do need questioning whether it's things with you know the rockefellers or Mm -hmm. the rothschilds or this family what's going on with the world economic forum this and that yeah there's some crazy stuff going on Mm -hmm. but when you try shoving devil worship into that narrative it's like people are less likely to take you seriously about that and, you know, dismiss you. I mean, some people say, Oh, Bohemian Grove, you know, that that's proof that they're devil worshipers. It's like, well, Bohemian Grove is kind of like a, you know, it's like a lodge. It's like a gentleman's club where it's like skull and bones and college fraternities, things like that. Yeah. They throw on robes and they do things, but again, it's a leap from there to say that Satanism. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was going to say, I was just thinking about that, you know, like when you go in, it's in the different places and you see, and you see the star on the walls, you know, you see this, that's just, I mean, is that, that that's not you guys that, 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 that's these crazy kids or whoever's doing this just to say, Hey, I'm worshiping Satan. Yeah. I mean, you do find people who would like to draw pentagrams, uh, you know, you know, rebellious teenagers or heavy metal fans or what have you, yeah. um, you know, who like kind of the rebellious aspect of that. And I suppose philosophically speaking, you could say there is something satanic to be said about that, about being kind of a nonconformist and all that. But again, quite a stretch to say that somebody who spray paints a pentagram on a bridge is necessarily a Satanist. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just trying, they're just trying to act like one. Does that, I mean, yeah. that must affect you guys though. I mean, because that, I mean, like, like we've been talking about, 
the misnomers that are out there. And that's not helping your church because these people are out there doing that stuff. No. And I'm, you know, we don't proselytize, but um, I do believe in correcting misinformation when it mm -hmm. shows up. And yeah. so that's yet another reason why I think it's important to have an organization like the Church of Satan. Um, there's a lot of uh, whining these days about the term gatekeeper, like it's a bad thing. Um, because sometimes when I'm, you know, online, I'll explain something. It's a Satanism. This isn't, oh, you're a gatekeeper. It's like, well, Satanism needs a gatekeeper when you look at the decades of misinformation that's, you know, mm -hmm. come about from all different places. So one of the roles we take. Tell me a little bit about the Satanic Bible. Sure. I, I have a copy right here. Uh, this was, yeah, published in 1969 by Antoine LaVey. And it's a collection of different things. It has, uh, there's a philosophical portion to it. There's a ritual portion to it and so on. It's not quite like a, like the Holy Bible where it's, you know, spread out as chapter verse, chapter verse. Um, there's a couple of blasphemous parts in the beginning, uh, which were influenced from a, a writer named Ragnar Redbeard, which Anton LaVey openly um, gives thanks to in the credits in the uh, the original dedication page to uh, the Satanic Bible. So uh, Anton LaVey, like any other philosopher, like any other religion, we have our sources. Every religion has its uh, influences, its sources of you know where they get uh, some of their ideas from. And Anton LaVey was no different in that regard, where he you know we studied different philosophies, studied different religions, mm -hmm. came to his own idea, mixed in with um, his own personal experiences and the like, and then formulated uh, this religion. And the Church of Satan is the first organization in history to actually have a fully an actual codified religion calling itself Satanism. The word Satanism existed before us in like, like lowercase s Satanism. And it was kind of a word uh, people use to describe like blasphemy in general, or uh, to try to throw on like devil worshipers, but there was nobody really calling themselves Satanists, especially who had an actual full developed, uh, fully developed religion with that name. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, the Satanic Bible is not some uh, secret uh, you know, tome that you, you know, you have to uh, find some strange means to get. You can go to Amazon, buy it. You can go to Barnes and Noble. You can go into a Barnes and Noble bookstore, find a copy. It's still in print after all these years. Mm -hmm. um, the publishers, it was originally Avon Publishing. It's now HarperCollins. To this day, have not authorized an electronic copy. I'm not sure why. I think they've, maybe they feel they're in an awkward position where it's like, yeah, this book has been making us a lot of money for decades, but, um, you know, we kind of want to distance ourselves from it. And, um, so any kind of electronic copies you find are illegal. Some of their bootlegs. I've even known some Christians who've taken like PDF files or some other files with uh, viruses in them, call it the Satanic Bible, put it mm -hmm. out there. There was one person who was doing that for some years. So I'd say if you're interested, just get the physical copy sure sure, sure. Yeah. looks now, looks better in the ritual chamber than <laughs> holding a phone anyway you know there you go <laughs> plus you'd be like this you know um yeah. how, how, how many people are members of the church do you know how many church members are there? i do not know um because we keep our numbers secret we've always had that um as a policy mm -hmm. 
And we, we've had that early on because our reasoning is that like, well, if we have a number and it seems too small uh, to people, you know, they may think that, uh, you know, we're not uh, something to be taken seriously. On the other hand, if we reveal the numbers and it's really big, um, you know, people might perceive us as a, a really big threat and, you know, try to work against us. So mm -hmm. um, there are certainly many members. Um, I mean, it will always be a minority religion. It's always going to appeal to uh, a very few, but um, you'd be surprised how many people out there are members and people who, you know, you wouldn't know it by looking at them. Mm -hmm. Did you ever get the chance to meet LeVay? I did not. Um, I joined right around the time he passed away. He passed away in 1997, so did not get a chance. So when you joined, does your family know this? Like, like your mom and dad and stuff, or did you? Or have you not told them? Some of my family members know. Some of them don't know, or if they do know, they're not telling me. <laughs> um, I'm really a lot of Satanists are selective about whom they tell. I think mm -hmm. for understandable reasons, we realize mm -hmm. this is something that has, um, you know, a bad reputation to it intentionally or not intentionally. And we know some people, even some people who might seem pretty, you know, objective and pretty, you know, easy to talk to might get really emotional and fly off the handle when they hear that, that dreaded S word. So, um, mm -hmm. uh, my parents, as far as I know, don't know. Maybe they may find out they may already know and they're, maybe they're not telling me i have a good relationship with my parents um but uh, they know i believe in something different and you know we can we kind of leave it at that mm -hmm. now when you guys meet i know i know i've seen the the the, the big house you know in san francisco I've, I've been by there but when you guys do meet where do you meet you know you don't have to tell me where you meet, but you know what i mean what types of buildings do you guys meet in yeah, it's it's different um different years i we have met we we have met at the international headquarters some of us have you know by private invitation which is now in poughkeepsie new york um yeah the the original headquarters is gone is demolished uh we tried saving that but to no avail um so we have meet we've met there we've met uh, for our 50th anniversary for example um the year 50 a year before that um, we met in Washington, D.C., you know, rented out, um, you know, a hall, a club, mm -hmm. people who want to show up here, you know, let us know. Here's, you know, how we can get in touch and all that. Again, like some members don't uh, necessarily want to go with other members or may not want to travel, you know, as far as they want to. Depends on the event. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But it's different in different places. Uh, we, we were having an annual event for many years down in uh, Florida. The Devil's Reign at uh, the art gallery. So I have, I have a drinking out of a glass from uh, one of those events. Um, you know, it's different. And with private um, invitations, I've gone over to members' homes to meet, say, like with maybe a dozen or so Satanists, um, do a ritual or just, you know, socialize, social events, whatever it is. Sure, sure, sure. Do you think, and like like you said earlier, you know, you feel it's your responsibility to fix the misnomers about the church. Do you think it's getting easier to fix those misnomers, or do you think it's getting worse? Like you say, with the guys that that stormed the Capitol and some of those QAnon people, you know, using the star and all this other stuff. Yeah, I mean, I I don't kid myself into thinking I will 
completely educate you know the world that's not the goal and that's really unrealistic um i wouldn't say i have a responsibility to correct everything that's out there you know i i'd never get any sleep if i was uh, getting uh you know, if i was going online and plus some people just can't be reasoned with you know no matter how much you try explaining something to some people they have an emotional investment on satanism being a particular you know strange thing and uh you know they'll make up stuff if they have to there's no reaching some people but even then i think like even when you correct some of them there may be onlookers who are you know watching this and seeing a debate unfold online and may say oh okay i see that this person's making sense and i this person you know with the cross is acting a bit crazy so absolutely i answered I find, like I said, I find all religion fascinating, and and you know, most people are, are like like you know, there's there's Catholics I know that are afraid to talk to Satanists because it's just the way they are. You know, what do you say to people that that would be afraid to talk to you? Well, I mean, if they don't want to talk to me, I'm not going to force them to. Right. You know, it's fine with me. Maybe you know, maybe the feelings mutual. <laughs> <laughs> Within that, but uh, you know, I do have friends who are Catholics. I do have friends, you know, from all, all through other places in the religious spectrum. Um, I find that most people, when they hear like you know, the elevator pitch version, the sixty-second version of you know, what Satanism is, when I've explained it to my friends, saying you know, here's what I do, here's what I don't do, here's what it's about, here's what it's not about, you know, they almost always they're like, yeah, okay, I kind of, I kind of get it now. You know, I get what it's about. Interesting. And, you know, and that's that. Uh, so I think most people can have an objective conversation on things religiously. Mm -hmm. Some people can't. Um, you know, has to do with some some degree of cognitive dissonance, I'm sure. Absolutely. Let's talk about your podcast, your podcast that you're doing. So the devil's mischief, uh, the longer one I've done, mm -hmm. um, I started that. Yeah, over 19 years ago. And it's part of Radio Free Satan. RadioFreeSatan.com is a site that was launched in the year 2000 uh, to make podcasts that uh, fellow Church of Satan members were running. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, we have lots of different um, podcasts on there. There's like a classical music podcast, is, you know, there's metal. Yeah, believe it or not, <laughs> true to the stereotype. Yeah, there's some of that too. Um, you know, uh, pop one and then my podcast though is a uh, comedy and novelty and one of the reasons i did that is because i have I, i've always been a huge fan of comedy i have hundreds of stand-up comedy albums and you know i'm just kind of fascinated with the whole genre of it spanning all different decades and things and novelty music too i kind of like music that doesn't take itself you know so seriously in mm -hmm. this world where it seems like people seem to worship music mm -hmm. as it is um i think also there is something I, I really believe there is something inherently satanic about comedy because comedy is the antithesis of the sanctimonious it's the antithesis of piety and so on the antithesis of the sacred um and having like a really good witty sarcastic comeback can sometimes just you know make a bunch of dogma crumble mm -hmm. to the ground and um uh, so I don't play exclusively, you know, religion bashing stuff that, it, yeah, it's fun <laughs> to hear that, but I think there's so much more 
out there. And uh, through the podcast, I've introduced a lot of people uh, to comedy that um, they've wouldn't have heard otherwise. Um, George Carlin is uh, my favorite comedian. And philosophically, I thought he has a lot of overlap, I think, you know, with Satanism, even if he didn't identify with that. And uh, there are a lot of um, Satanists who've listened to my podcast, especially from outside of the United States, where George Carlin's virtually like unknown. And they're like, wow, I've, I've never heard of this guy. And thank you for introducing me to him. And so I get a lot of pleasure from that. Um, so that that's the devil's mischief. Um, Satan's plane is a podcast I started back in May, uh, April, late April this year. And um, that's like a straightforward Satanism talk podcast where I talk explicitly about Satanism, sharing like some of the essays I've written over the years, or maybe I might talk about a current event and how I think that might relate to Satanism. Um, so far, it's just been me talking on that. I might expand it to have, um, you know, guests like this kind of format that you have. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. we'll see. Now, you just brought up a good topic. What current events do you think might be related to Satanism? Well, I mean, Satanism is such a self-serving religion, and it is explicitly self-serving. So um, when it comes, like, a lot of things in this day and age are about politics. It seems like everything is politicized. The Church of Satan doesn't have an official political stance because we recognize the fact that you have different Satanists who live in different regions of the country, belong to different demographics, different levels of income, and so on. And because of that, their political interests may be different on an individual level. Okay. Um, so, you know, we do have some Satanists who are more left-leaning, some who are more right-leaning, some who are centrist, some completely apolitical, some who are in other countries where different politics reign supreme. Um, so just to, just to get that out of the way, um, I mean, current events, you could look at almost any current event, I think, and, you know, find, you know, as you look at it as a Satanist, have your own philosophical interpretation, you know, to what is going on. Mm -hmm. um, I was just in a discussion earlier today where different Satanists were discussing this uh, things going on with Elon Musk and Twitter and very different opinions, different Satanists have you know, on, uh -huh. on that and how things play out. And, um, I think what is maybe particularly satanic is trying to take a third side perspective to a lot of things, because it seems a lot of hot events, you know, hot topics and things like that get polarized into this dichotomy where you're expected from, you know, one media source or another to take one specific side on one thing. And, I think just as a, not just as a Satanist, just as a critical thinker in general, it might be good to step back and say, you know, well, I don't see what's wrong with, you know, believing this side's right because of this, but this side is, you know, right because of this point, you know, not necessarily taking sides as it mm -hmm. is. There's something to be said about that. Mm -hmm. What do you, okay, what, what do you like be best about being involved with, with, with the Church of Satan? I think just being a uh, being in touch with other Satanists it can be just so invigorating because like when you have a worldview mm -hmm. that's, you know, quite in the minority, um, you know, and this goes for non-Satanists as well. I, I think everybody is at that point where they, you know, they may look around and say, am I the only sane person who's you know, left in this 
in this world. And I think it's uh, invigorating to see other um, other Church of Satan members and um, not just hearing their words and stuff, but seeing the things that they're doing. Uh, the Church of Satan has been described as a mutual admiration society. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I think that's how it works. Um, you know, I, I make my podcast and I share that with other other Satanists. I see other Satanists doing amazing things, you know, with art or music, uh, writing or these other, you know, crazy projects that they have. And you can tell that they're really just really passionate about it. It's, you know, they, they, they have a life's passion for the thing. And in this day and age, I think that's so, you know, again, just so invigorating in, in a world where, um, there's just so much mediocrity in the world mm -hmm. or people whose idea of accomplishing something is, you know, reaching this score on a video game or, uh, slacktivism you know being an activist but kind of not really you know accomplishing much of anything so mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i like seeing really strong individuals who are you know amazing at what they do that's my next question has there been anybody you don't have to give names or anything like that has there been anybody that's really really impressed you that's really what that's really impressed you with what they do yeah um i mean i yeah, I can think of um, lots of people uh, just using this, you know, example again. Uh, Reverend Andy Howell from the Church of Satan had uh, set up this event every year down in his um, his own uh, tattoo parlor and expanded to an art gallery um, where we have artwork from Church of Satan members as well as other people as well. And that those have always been uh, amazing get togethers. And he does amazing work himself as well. Um, the other people at Radio Free Satan, I, I you know, I, I love listening to to their podcasts. They're just very knowledgeable about uh, the things that they do. So yeah, I you know, lots of uh, friends too over the years. I've um, you know, I've I've uh, gained good friendship with through um, through the Church of Satan, through just growing together as Satanists. Cool. Can you describe for me what it was like the first time you 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 went to an event? What it was like. Um, trying to think of the first, well, yeah, it was one of the first events I went to was, uh, back in, back in the late 1990s, there was, uh, a church of state member I met online who was in my area. I'm in, I'm in Boston. And he said, Hey, you know, I noticed you're in Boston, you know, are you interested in getting together? We can, you know, find other people. And he had to go through a bit of a weeding out process because again um when you run into quote-unquote satanists people who say they are in you know meet them in person you find out they're a devil worshiper or something <clears throat> excuse me something crazy you know um but uh you know we got together it was like getting together just socializing for you know for lunch or meeting up to go, you know, Hey, this, this artist is in town. Um, you know, let's check this out. This concert's in town. And, you know, it just started as a really simple, you know, kind of socializing like that. Mm -hmm. And I guess where it got explicitly into Satanism is where, yeah, eventually getting to the ritual and all that. But I mean, all that other stuff I think was significant as well. Um, you know, it's just, it's like any, you know, again, it, the idea of uh, just being able to finally meet up with somebody of like minds. Mm -hmm. um you know that's i think that's in that's invigorating to anybody um whatever it is that you're into do you think that the world will ever be able to understand the church of satan 
so that you know to, to understand that it's it's not devil worship i think there will always be you know some of that misinformation i think maybe we'll reach a point where and i think we already are in many ways you know reaching a point where people who aren't satanists who overhear that may say well no that you know that's not what satanism is that's satan worship and it's not the same as this and i have a friend who is a satanist and you know can relay that but at the same time um we are not fighting for social acceptance i mean it is satanism mm -hmm. um it's not it's never going to be you know the norm it's never going to be completely socially accepted and that's kind of the point <laughs> you know we're, we're right. at the word satan in the original hebrew means the adversary and we are adversarial you know we look at kind of the, you know the masses and with spirituality and everything it's like and we say you know we don't want to be part of it we're going to uh, go here and do our own thing what exactly is your position with the church so i am i am a, a magister that's my rank so the the ranks we have in the church of satan are on kind of an honorary basis um we're not an initiatory organization i don't go through you know, initiations and tests and to get up to a certain level. It's uh, the titles are based on, um, you know, how we look at what members are doing and we say, OK, how much are they applying Satanism in their lives? How well can they maybe explain Satanism? Are they doing really great things with the, their own life in the world, applying Satanism to, you know, live life to the fullest and so on? So. With the uh, titles, we have uh, registered membership and active is just above it. And the actual titles, witch or warlock, depending if you're male or female, whichever mm -hmm. one you want. Um, then priest or priestess. And then my rank, magister, magistra. And at the top, we have magus, mago, and you know, high priest, high priestess. Um so uh we don't have any limitations based on sex okay. so you know i am just as equal in rank to a magistra you know, for example so what do you do exactly with the church then with your position well again it is more of an honorary title but having said that i do have a bit of an active role in uh just by virtue of being an active member anybody from uh in the priesthood from reverend up on upward um can be a media representative for the church of satan so sometimes i am contacted by by the press for example um you know when they need an official statement mm -hmm. i have also performed uh satanic weddings and funerals you know it is something that some satanists choose to do and sometimes want an you know official representative to conduct that so uh, you know there are the things like that um also i i find myself doing a lot of roles um, online, you know, being an administrator for forums and running pages and things like that. Uh, but there are plenty of people, um, not in the rank of magister, who do that as well. Sure, sure, sure. Now, let me ask you this. What is the difference between a, a, a Church of Satan funeral and, say, a, a Catholic funeral? Well, one, th one thing I've, yeah, I mean, one thing I've noticed in my experience with Catholic funerals is that They'll have members of the family come up and read scripture, and then they'll have the priest, um, you know, try to talk about the person's life and all that. 
And I always thought that was backwards. I was always thought, shouldn't it be the people who actually knew the departed be the ones who are speaking about the departed mm -hmm. and then have the scriptural stuff being read by the minister? Um, so, you know, we, we do have we do have an acknowledgement of, you know, death. We do not believe in an afterlife, but um, funerals are for the living, really, and not for the dead. So, um, you know, when a Satanist uh, departs, I've conducted satanic funerals. Um, we have an official satanic funeral uh, rite, which you can is was published in our book, The Satanic Scriptures. Mm -hmm. uh, and you know, like a lot of uh, funeral rites, you know, it has a beginning, middle, end, has its uh, symbolisms, has, uh, you know, the things we call out and so on. Mm -hmm. And like a lot of funerals, you know, we're just celebrating that person's, you know, life and, uh, you know, how important they were. Uh, to the rest of the, the people living who show up. Interesting. Here's a question to you. Do you guys uh, believe in the, that there's an afterlife? No, we do not. Um, we say, you know, life is a great indulgence, death, the great abstinence, Just make mm -hmm. the most of life here and now. Um, I personally do. I don't believe in any form of an afterlife. Now, when it comes to things like uh, ghosts, for example, I don't think, uh, I think there are, I would say at the very least, there are some unexplained, you know, phenomena that happen. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think it necessarily leads to the conclusion that it's a soul that was part of a body and departed. I've heard lots of alternative um, metaphysical explanations like, you know, energy imprints on, you know, the fourth dimension and things like that. Um, things I don't necessarily completely believe in, but I, I find, you know, I'll at least listen to and, uh, say, okay, maybe there's some, maybe there's something to it. Maybe not. Okay. I'm just curious. And your position as a magistar, right? I said it right, right? Magister. Right. Yeah. Magister. Mm -hmm. How does one become a magister? So I went through, again, we're not initiatory, but, uh -huh. um, you know, I got each successive title and it's when we find people in who have the title of priest or priestess people in the priesthood who um when we find somebody who seems um exceptional seems to really know their stuff and like i said doing doing things um if it we feel it warrants elevating to a you know a title we we grant that on that person mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. interesting i just i just like i said i keep saying interesting because i find this so interesting is it's so different from other yeah. stuff you know <laughs> so yeah. what is it like like when and i know it's it, you guys are real secretive about stuff but what's a typical ritual like for you guys so we recognize ritual as ultimately um psychodrama it's it's theater it's um you know it, it is an emotional thing um even though we do not believe in gods or uh, you know the supernatural in that sense we do believe that there is a psychological benefit to ritual there's a psychological benefit of suspension of disbelief if you can do that in a controlled environment uh, people do this in smaller extents i think when they see uh, when they're like watching a movie or reading a book and they're really really into it and they you know filter out everything that's in there and they're living in the moment and we think there is a way to do that um through ritual and use archetypes and stuff that also tie back in with the philosophy. Mm -hmm. And so the ritual is a standard ritual you can find in the satanic Bible. And that's just 
sort of a blueprint. Satanists are free to take that, you know, and customize it how they see fit uh, within that. But, you know, like a lot of rituals, there is a beginning, established beginning, middle, end to try to establish, you know, that space mentally. Mm -hmm. um, we do use some of the trappings, you know, like black candles and robes and so on. You will not find any animal sacrifices or baby sacrifices or things like that because we don't do that. And in, in fact, it would be antithetical to do such a thing because Satanism is a religion that embraces the, the carnal and the self. So sacrificing an animal in the name of carnality makes absolutely no sense. What do you say to someone that's thinking about becoming a member of the Church of Satan? Well, I'd say, um, you know, definitely read the satanic bible read um the uh you know the church of satan.com has a lot of free essays you can read faqs and things like that um if it feels like that this is something that you know really resonates with you then sure um uh, you know go join okay. Okay. Uh, we've had some other people you know again with the confusion and all that um these days you have people in parody religions claiming to be Satanists who are really just, you know, social justice warriors who throw on robes and try to troll Christians. We make sure, you know, they know you're not joining that group. You're joining us. Let's see. I lost my question. Um, Sorry. Uh, so you, you've been doing this all these years and, uh, you know, being able to do the PR part of it and all that. What have you gotten out of that? I mean, as far as the PR, has there been any really weird, weird questions that have come across to you that, that kind of knocked you off? Yeah. It, it's been strange. I've got like when I was on, uh, like when I was on coast to coast AM, mm -hmm. he, you know, I kept being asked some of the same questions over and over. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking like, I don't know if that's because he's just running down a list of questions or maybe he, wants to reemphasize the point because people might be tuning into the show later. Right. You know, it's hard to say. I've done some other interviews that I thought went well and then were never, you know, published, never heard from the person again. I've had some things that were, you know, really grossly taken out of context, um, you know, deliberately or ignorantly in some cases, moved around. Uh, Vice.com, what a what a terrible <laughs> magazine. We stopped answering calls to them because they're they're just clueless and just really crappy quote-unquote journalists that they, they immediately come to mind it's a bad example i think maybe with coast to coast and not, you know don't get mad at me george or whoever it was i just yeah, think george people Norman. i just think they're trying to it's, it's a question of trying to understand it and i think that's why the same questions get asked over and over because people people try to wrap their heads around it yeah, I understand that. Uh, and and he was he was good overall. I mean, he I didn't feel like I was being uh, you know, attacked or anything yeah. by him or I, I didn't think he was throwing anything dishonest my way or you know, loaded questions like that. He was good. Uh the callers on the other hand were another story. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you got to kind of expect that and, you know, in that on on that show. <laughs> Yeah, I'm watching my chat room too. So you know. Oh yeah, I'm I'm sure there are people, I don't know if there are people posting bible verses in the in the in the comments or whatever and by the way um to any christians doing that has that ever worked have you ever thrown a bible quote at somebody and did they say oh okay i'm gonna completely drop what i believe and go convert to your religion no yeah it's like yeah. no they don't you know they they do that because it makes themselves feel better feel uh, more righteous 
you know, by posting stuff. Have you ever had anybody who was really shocked when they found out that that you were a Church of Saint member? Yeah, I've had a couple people. I had a friend um, at a, a bar I went to. He, um, somehow the topic of religion came up, and you know, I said I was a Satanist. And he he looked at me strangely. He's like, "I wow, I don't understand. You're so nice." <laughs> like like he, I guess he expected me to be really you know vicious, malevolent, right. or just as a uh, like a troll bridge or a bridge troll or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, you know, other people, you know, um, shocked. Other people shocked at first, but then when I explained what it was about, they said, "Yeah, okay, that actually explains a lot. That matches up with you know with everything." so on i still don't tell um co-workers um mainly for the fact that i don't think religion belongs in the workplace at all so i think you know discussing religion politics and at work just right. makes everything bad so right right right. and i also don't want to have to like explain you know what it is or worse have co-workers coming up to me saying oh i found this article about satanism in the news and sending me stupid stuff like that and, yeah. understood so for a final thought from you, what, what is your message to the world about the Church of Satan? Well, we recognize that humans are animals. There's a carnality, a mm -hmm. carnal beast inside that should be exercised, not exorcised, as we say. Whereas something that's not for everybody, but uh, we're not going away either. Um, and if you find that this is something that resonates with you, you may be interested in learning more and go to churchofsatan.com. And if not, that's fine too. Okay. Fair enough. I want to thank you. It was a great interview and I really appreciate you coming on. Well, thank you very much. I'm sorry for the technical difficulties, uh, getting, getting started, but, uh, but thank you. You, you run a great show on uh, talking to a lot of a uh, variety of interesting people. So. Thank you, I'm sir. Certainly, I'm certainly going to be, yeah, I, I heard some episodes and I'm going to be listening to more. Well, maybe we'll get you back on sometime too to talk to you more about all this. All right. Sounds good. You. What websites can people find you at? Uh, Satansplain.com. So Satan, S-P-L-A-I-N. It's like mansplaining, but Satansplaining. So kind of a little, little joke we have. Uh, Satansplain.com. Um, that's, you know, my, uh, my main show, uh, churchofsatan.com as well uh, to learn okay. about Satanism. Fair enough. Again, thank you so much. I really appreciate you coming on. Thank you, Charlotte. Thank you for being so patient with my questions. <laughs> awesome. All right. You have a good evening, sir. Take care. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. Well, that was a very interesting hour, and uh, I learned a lot. I hope you guys did, too. Tomorrow, uh, we're going to have psychic or medium Robbie Thomas on with us. And Robbie, if you know, has... If, if you know the name, has been on several TV shows because he likes, he, he likes, where he works with law enforcement to help them find, you know, bodies and, and, and other stuff. So he's going to be with us tomorrow. That's going to be our usual time at 6.30 p.m. Pacific. Um, if you like the show, right, share it with five people. If you hated the show, share it with five of your enemies. We are equal opportunity here at California House Radio. I want to thank Laura for a donation. That was really wonderful of her. Thank you very much. Um, she donated to us last night and that's going to help pay some bills. I appreciate it. Anyway, um, I want to thank you guys for coming tonight. And if you see that, I'm going to do this again tonight because it's Christmas time and I've, I've got bills to pay. The ticker on the bottom, uh, California Haunts is not nonprofit, but we do not take money or anything to investigate or run the radio show. 
So if you could help us out a little bit to pay the bills and, and things like that, that would be great. Uh, it all comes out of my pocket. You can do that at uh, paypal.me at California Haunts, or you could do that at Venmo and then just type in California Haunts. I would really appreciate it. It helps me pay the bills. Like if something breaks, you know, a light or something, Mike, or even paranormal equipment comes out of my pocket. So I'm it, right? <laughs> so that would really be great to get some help on this. And and now I want to keep the show on the air. It's been three years. It's been three years in this format, 15 years in the old format. And I love doing this stuff. So if you can help me do that, that'd be great. Thanks a lot. Anyway, uh, you want to check out uh, California Haunts videos, you can go over either the website at CaliforniaHauntsRadio.com or you can go over to our YouTube site at YouTube.com forward slash at, that little ampersand thing, at California Haunts Radio. And that'll take you to our videos. And there's over 450 videos sitting over there. And I think there's a little bit of something for everybody. Okay, so I, I think you'll enjoy yourself. But again, I want to thank you all for coming, and I will show you his, his his information as far as the websites go just before we sign off tonight. And I will see you tomorrow at 6.30 p.m. Pacific. So here we go. So the websites are satansplain.com, S-T-A-N-S-P-L-A-I-N.com, and churchofsatan.com. All right, guys, I'll see you tomorrow, 6.30 p.m. Have a nice night.